Hello, everyone, and welcome to Lemonade Magazine Podcast. It's me, Brandon Enyard, and we have the one and only, our BFF here at Lemonade Magazine, Kara Connolly, on the show. How's it going, Kara? Woo! <laughs> it is good. I'm so happy to be here. It's been a second, and uh, I, I'm just so thrilled to be back on because we have many updates, I feel, for everybody. We do. It's it's exciting right now. It's exciting time for Lemonade. Like you mentioned, it's been a minute. I know we had Dom Liberati on the show uh, last episode, but we've also been working on the, the magazine's uh, website. So we have the, the blog. I love that, by the way. I love the new logo and uh, I love the new website. I feel like it's gotten a whole facelift. It, it has. It's, it's easier. It's more practical. People can obviously visit it at LemonadeMagazine.net still, or you can go to Medium.com plus Lemonade Magazine. And you yeah, can that's great. Out. We have we're going to be talking about that later, but we actually have Kara's brand new single up on the website right now. No, I saw that. I was like, I'm so flattered and honored to be uh, one of the first on the new site. It is. Yes, you are one of the first. Actually, the first, technically the first single, because the other article is uh, Liberati, Don Liberati. And the podcast we did last week so or a couple weeks ago. So, yeah, yeah. But uh, but before we get to that, we have a lot to talk about, Kara, because we it have a lot. It's been a summer. <laughs> it's been a summer. We have that to talk about. We also have a new. Yeah, what was when was the last time that we were on? Do you remember? Oh my gosh, that's a good question. I'd have to go look the in the Christmas? archives. It can't be that long. No way. No. That would be insane. Uh, I tell you what. While I'm I'm gonna uh, talk while I'm looking, but I can I can actually look it up. Uh, but yeah, we also have, of course, the the, the new Taylor Swift album. We got to talk about that because we do. I'm I'm your girl to chat Taylor with for yeah. sure. Uh, you know, I've listened to it at least six six or seven times. At this point. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is not. I don't want to, you know, jump the gun and be the one to reveal such important facts. But uh, we also met up twice. Sure did, and that, we were gonna have to talk about that too. Although I, I noticed one. Too. One person that was a part of those meetups, he's he's absent right now. Well, he's somewhere over here. Okay. If he's maybe he'll pop in for he'll that. Pop in <laughs> yeah. If we say something that needs fact checking. Yeah, um, he'll pop in if we need to fact check. It is interesting because I just looked and I can't go back as far as I thought I could. Jake Singh, who is a friend of yours. Oh like, yeah, yeah, you had Jake on. And so it feels like you were a part of. And that. you had a uh, Callista on. Yes, she was actually the last one before we. Yeah. And I'm, yeah, also know her. So, okay. So yeah, I feel like I've been on in spirit. <laughs> yes, you have, yeah. And we've, and you, you, you know, so many wonderfully talented people uh, that you've okay. also, so not only are you our BFF, you've also like turned us on to this great music, you know, with Kyle. Oh, thanks. And uh, Teddy is killing it right now too. Teddy Gold is killing Teddy it. Teddy is killing it. I'm very proud of her. Um, she has a lot. I've I've had the luxury of uh, hear the pleasure of hearing a lot of her unreleased music, and uh, I can confirm that it's all very very good. I'm like she has just an arsenal full of like amazing pop tunes that she's just like ready to drop at any moment, and I'm like wow, she's just amazing. If she's the type of music too that when if you're at a party and you've got control of the ox. Although nobody does that anymore, right? It's Bluetooth now. But <laughs> it's just a choice, right? Like if you put that on, I feel like people will be like in a good mood. Oh, 100%. Yeah. yeah. But uh, so I guess we should start off with those. So yeah, so back in August, um, you and you and Jack, I was actually supposed to be down in potentially in California for the for the uh, US Open of Surfing. 
wasn't participating. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I ended up uh, rescheduling a trip with my my family uh, in yeah. California the following month, September. So um, I had nothing to do. I had vacation time off. And it was right after my birthday, right before Jack's birthday, if I remember correctly, or actually maybe on his birthday. Yeah, remember. it was on his birthday, actually. Yeah. And so you actually you told me like, hey, we're headed up to Seattle. I want to say it involved another one of your friends who's a friend of the magazine, Joy Autumn. Yes, it did. So it was kind of a very last minute trip. Um, just, you know, Joy wanted me to help her with some of her songs that are coming out, like help co-write um, some songs with her, some new ones and look at some other ones that we had co-written in the past. And then on top of that, it was Jack's birthday and we were trying to figure out like what to do to celebrate. And she was going to be out of town for some of the days. So she was like, why don't you guys just come stay here and you can like experience Seattle and get to walk around and do stuff. And then when I'm back, we can go to Olympia and we can write and finish, you know, part of her record. She also has an amazing record. I've had the pleasure and luxury of getting to hear like, you know, so many songs that are in the works for her. So yeah, I'm lucky. I have some, uh, some really talented besties. For sure. (laughs) (laughs) I appreciate that. Um, Joy. Yeah. We love Joy, obviously. And she is, you know, there's that she's, she's a fellow Pacific Northwester. So so yeah. yeah, So I'm sure we'll have her on very soon too. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with her new stuff. You totally have to once, once that starts dropping, I feel like she'd be such a good guest. Absolutely. Yeah. I know she was on one time with you, I think for a holiday show, actually. Oh yeah, you're right. She was, that was really fun. And you totally pulled all over our eyes. You told us the truth in that one. And both me and Joy were like, no way Kara's telling the truth about this one. Yeah. She was like, no, I know Kara. This is not true. I'm like, ha ha ha. It was the the caroling, I believe. The caroling story that was true. It was Um, true. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys are, you're in Seattle. I head down because I live a little north of Seattle. And uh, we had, by the way, we we had uh, you and I both eat, eat vegan, and we we had the uh, dinner at this place that um, I believe it's called Wave. Oh man, I'm gonna forget the name of it now. This is horrible. I apologize, to everybody. I know it, but I'm just having a brain freeze. It was like I mean, a sandwich spot, right? Yeah, well, maybe they had other stuff, and we just got sandwiches. But um, yeah, you were nice enough to drive down to see us and also picked up vegan food for us along the way which was yeah, good you so exactly yeah and at the cafe that then closed down like a week later so we, we had oh, a- i didn't realize that yeah and uh but it was great though it was uh we we, we were able we, we we uh were down at south lake union for those of you familiar with seattle very uh, windy i will say that it was windy <laughs> yeah. i was like is it always this windy here <laughs> <laughs> and it can be yeah. Um, but yeah, but it so was nice. it was beautiful. It was it was very beautiful. Yeah, I believe Jack had just got back from climbing the Grand Tetons or something like that. Um, yep, yep, that's true. Yeah, and we were so we were down by the by South Lake Union where there's they got boats and they got all this stuff. We had a great time. First time we met in person, all three of us. Great time. Fun. And then we get to the boats, and you know, you as I mentioned, you and me and enjoy at one time have played this game where we we do on the around the holidays sometimes uh where we tell where we make up a story and you have to guess if or or we tell the truth and we have to guess is it true or is it false but i remember jack who doesn't really miss a beat we're down by the boats and you and i are looking at this at this boat this old boat and we're like i wonder what this boat used to do and jack is rattling off facts (laughs) yeah i was like uh (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, where did Jack get this? He doesn't live here. And he's, you know, and he's going into d- detail about this boat. And it was a simple. Really, yeah, really seeming very official, like yep. the knowledge on the boat, for sure. And I look over and go, you're you're lying. You're pulling this fast one on us like we do on the show. This is a joke. <laughs> and it turns out, me being the idiot that I am, I look over and he's just reading all these facts off of a, off of a. <laughs> off of like a yeah like what do you call those like the boards that have like the facts next like next to historical objects he was just reading it but he was trying to trick us oh yeah on his tone of voice which is to be expected at this point but like honestly I I had the same thing I didn't realize I was like where is he I just thought he was like making shit up I didn't think he was like reading something but then I was like oh he's actually factually correct yeah, he was told, I'm sitting there going, here I am, I've lived in Seattle for my whole, or well, I've lived in Washington my whole life. I'm yeah. Like, oh, Jack is like showing me up here, like he must be like a boat. Like, how does he know so much about this like random boat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like Jack like is a boat expert. He's a historical a boat, boat connoisseur. connoisseur. <laughs> Just reading off a of board. Uh, it was great. But yeah, so we, so we met up in Seattle. Happy to show you guys a part of Seattle. Obviously, we didn't have a lot of time. So I think no, it was so fun. It was yeah, yeah it was great. And then uh I like I said, I had a trip planned for California the following month, September, uh down to Anaheim, uh, and uh was checking out Disneyland. And so you guys returned the favor. You guys drove from LA to uh to, to Anaheim. Uh we yeah. had dinner downtown Disney at I believe it was called the yeah, what was that Black called? Something. Yeah. I don't know what it was called, but it had a lot of uh burgers and we had impossible burgers and we had a vegan milkshake. Milkshake was the Yeah, we still did the best part, honestly. It was great. Yeah, it was great. Um, it's so funny, I'm just envisioning us all like like sitting next to a milkshake with three straws, like <laughs> When really, you were like, I remember we just finished the burgers and you're like pouring it into three different cups. And I'm like, here, you take this one. Well, because we all wanted to try the milkshake. Like, we were like, we want to try this milkshake and see what this tastes like. But we were like, this is too, we don't want like a whole milkshake. Like, that's not healthy. So we were like, let's just, I was like, let's just get one. Much like the California. Try it. As, as an honorary Californian, I would say, at least for that week. I felt like we were all very Californian. I remember we were like waiting in line. And I'm like, I don't know if I want all those calories. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that that is a very California thing, right? Although sometimes we do just go for it. We're like, you know what? It's time Next for a time I might just go for the whole milkshake, to be honest. It was uh, yeah, same. I mean, it was it was very good. I will say that. Was it a chocolate milkshake? I think it was a chocolate milkshake. Yeah. And we, uh, yeah, we were, we were at, uh, the, the place who's in, cause obviously we can't remember names of places we ate at. Um, <laughs> but we were at we were there for quite a while, had a great visit, caught up and, 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 and talked. Yeah, it was great. Lots of things. Um, as we all often do, but yeah, um, it was absolutely a blast. I'm so glad that we all got to meet in, in person, uh, twice this year. I can't wait to see you guys again. I know me too. That was such a, a blessing and such a gift. Cause I'm like, we've been meaning to meet up for what, like four years now or something something yeah, crazy I and then I feel like the fact that we were able to meet up two t- not once but twice within like a two-month period is uh kind of uh you know awesome it was totally awesome it was great and I enjoyed California 
Um, hope you guys enjoy Washington as well. California was more than I expected. I expected as you know, you grow up in the Pacific Northwest and you say to yourself, nope, this is like my identity. This is my, you know, and, and, and then I got down, got down there and I was in San Clemente for like a, a day and I was, I just loved it. And I was like, oh my God. Oh man, you'd fit in, you'd fit it right in here. I feel like you would just like, like fall right into the groove of it. Yeah. Um, but I, I loved the Pacific Northwest as well. I, I loved it. I thought it was so beautiful and green, probably partly because it rains so much there. But I was like, damn, it's like really green and the air, you know, smells and feels so like fresh and crisp. Yep. And so you can really it out. And I really loved Green Lake. I didn't get to go out and like walk around Green Lake, but uh, I saw it from the car and I was like, wow, this lake is like beautiful. And this whole area looks really nice. And you got here at the right time because you say it was really green and you're right. This this summer for us was so um, not up until that point had been kind of a little bit rainier than usual. And it was really yeah. uh, it was really green. still in August, which is kind of rare for us. And then you guys yeah. brought the California heat because we, we had heat from like August all the way through October. And we had wildfires, terrible wildfires the last few weeks. Luck now we I'm got California. Yeah. So it, you, you guys brought the California weather. Yeah, yeah. But uh, no, I think you're right, though. Yeah, I love maybe we should just all three of us just need to invest in timeshares in Washington, California. We can all just live and, you know, hey, that would be awesome, right? You'd switch off. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, I think when you brought came to California, you brought the cold because now it's been kind of chilly here. <laughs> so I'm like, uh... <laughs> although well, I guess it is October. So. While I was there, I think it was like the first day was 95 and like 82% humidity. It was. Yeah, it was so hot that. Yeah. I mean, it has been like abnormally hot here this whole year. Yeah, the whole West Coast. Yeah, it's been crazy. Like stretch of 90s, which is rare for Washington. But I was going to say, too, you know, we talk about your squirrels often, Reginald and um, what's uh, 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 Jack squirrel? Charles. Charles. There we go. Charles and Reginald, Sir Charles and Reginald. But, you yeah. know, I had something I was talking to, to Dom Liberati about it last week, but there was something around Anaheim that I love. I don't know if you guys have them in where you guys live in Los Angeles, but was the I went on parrot patrol every day because the parrots, I was very infatuated with the parrots. Oh, we don't have parrots, but I'm pretty uh, jealous of I Anaheim. I didn't realize they had parrots. Yeah, and if you go like down south too to like uh, uh, Dana Point, and there, were, there was a flock of them there as well. And I was just, for somebody who's grown up in the Northwest, I'm like, what is this? These are actual parrots. I have never seen this. (laughs) You must have gotten lucky or something. I feel like I have never seen wild parrots ever. Oh my gosh. That's crazy. And the funny part was, I don't want to like, for people who listen to every episode, I don't want to like bore them because I said this last week, but like the crows would come in in Anaheim and they would chase the parrots away. And like, you knew it was like business time. It was like turf war crows come in the parrots are gone and they were just out of there oh shit so they're afraid of the crows i'm afraid of the crows i mean i saved a crow recently i don't know if you followed me it was on your instagram yeah edgar allen crow Um, (laughs) perfect love it (laughs) uh but yeah the crow friends his crow friends didn't seem thrilled with me Okay, so they, and they don't forget things. So you might not oh. be on their, you might be on their list. It, no, I would walk outside and they would start calling at me. Yeah, <laughs> like days. They're, they're mad. They're like, we know who days. 
And I'm like, I am saving your friend. Like, you think that I stole your friend. Your friend was injured on the verge of death. <laughs> exactly. And but like, they don't know. They think I stole him. Yeah, they think you stole it and made it your, one of your kids. I guess, yeah. Which sounds like something I might... <laughs> 100%. But yeah, no, it was really truthfully great times. Uh, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. Can't thank you enough. I'm glad we were able to all make it work. And, uh, you know, and, 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 even, and even Jack like made it through most, most uh, the whole time without correcting us about uh, Die Hard. I know that was a miracle if there yeah. ever was one. <laughs> he didn't talk about Die Hard almost at all, which is incredible. Almost at all. I think he made maybe one one little joke about it perhaps yeah yeah he but likes to remind us that yeah he likes to remind us but uh that's pretty good i i feel like he, i get the sense that he's and you're looking over and i'm thinking jack is about at, to oh i i just detected some motion he has his headphones in but i detected motion like he he knew we were talking about him or something and then he was about to come over jack spidey sense yeah yeah his spidey senses were on i don't know if that means he's coming over. That's oh, there he is. Yeah. Jack, how's it going, man? <laughs> I see, I see motion. I don't, oh, there he is. He came around. Whoa, he told you the magic trick. Is this bullcrap hotline? <laughs> yeah, I, I'd like to report a grievous error. Yeah, people thought I wasn't thinking about Die Hard <laughs> when we were hanging out together. Yes. <laughs> Jack, it's very good. I'm very glad you stopped in here because it wouldn't be the same without you. And oh, thank you. Yeah. Good um, to see you, Ed. What was that? I'm sure Kara told me it was really great seeing you twice and in- Yes, I know what we were just talking about. Oh, we said all good things about you. Oh, I did. I was like, and Jack, you know, he's not me. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's I get it. Kara knows me better. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but no, yeah, we were talking about the our, you know, our, the the milkshake that we split three ways. We were talking about the. Um, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about how you how you you tried to bamboozle us with the boat information down in Seattle. Uh, with yeah, yeah. So there's lots of just good times. Lots of stuff about good you. times. Yeah. Good. I gotta get our brownies. Oh, I'm Jack's ba- making brownies, brownies for us, vegan brownies. Well, it'd be nice if you like you would have invited me over, Jack. <laughs> yeah. Um, that was Jack, everybody. <laughs> Yeah, that was Jack. But uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I think uh, it's time to jump into before we get to your because obviously the main thing is your great new single. But we need to talk about Taylor Swift. Oh, we have to. We have to. Yeah. Was so, that by the way? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean to yeah. interrupt. No, no, no. Go for it. I was gonna say, was that by design that you were like? Because usually songs drop on a Friday. I know that your song dropped on a Monday, I believe. And was that by design to say, hey, I'm not gonna be messing with Taylor Swift on Friday? Uh, to be honest, that was like thought number three, I would say. So I first was like, you know what? I want to put out a song in October. I'm kind of deciding this very last minute. Um, (laughs) at the moment I have no assets, no photos, anything. I mean, I had the song like mixed and mastered and ready to go, but I didn't have anything else. And this was like October 1st, basically. So I was like, okay, so uh don't have anything for this song would love to put it out for halloween i think like the truth is that like this year has been pretty overwhelming for me in a lot of ways just like constant things going on lots of weddings lots of moving things lots of just uh, that like by the time it got to the end of 
September, I was like, holy shit, it's the end of September. Yeah. Like things just went so fast to me this year that I had planned on having more like ready for an October drop. But by the time I got there, I was like, you know what? I don't, there's too much like up in the air in my life right now. Like, I think I'm just not going to put this out in October. But I, there was this like, ugh, like little thing in my stomach that was like, I have to put this out in October. Like, I know it's not a Halloween song, but I was like, I can have a lot of fun with this, like being a Halloween sort of inspired theme with the vampires. Absolutely. So I told myself, you know, I'm going to put it out in October, but I need to give myself as much time as possible. <laughs> But I needed it to be out with enough time before Halloween so that you could still like jam it for a week, right. you know, before Halloween. Absolutely. So I didn't want to put it out this Friday because I was like, that's too close to Halloween. I didn't want to put it out last Friday because I was like, I just need to buy myself as much time as I possibly can. And last Friday, I was like booked on a songwriting session, like all this stuff already. So I was like, that's going to be like super stressful for me. So I was like, OK, how about Tuesday? Because that's like the old music drop day. And I was like, there's something kind of fun about that. You can really put out a song whenever. And then I looked at like all the releases that were coming out, like big artists. And I was like, Taylor Swift is on that Friday. So I was like, OK definitely avoiding that Friday, even though like I already had plans in all honesty to avoid that Friday for many reasons. Um, but yeah, I noticed that Carly Rae had her, her I album. Think Carly Rae? Yes. I haven't yeah. heard that yet. And I have to, cause I love Carly Rae Jepsen. Oh, I love, yeah. I love Carly Rae. And I was like, Ooh, that decision. I don't think she really made that decision in my, my honest assessment which I don't have any authority on <laughs> I just was like because I I think she made the announcement about her album a while before Taylor did okay. so I'm pretty sure she already like had that date set and then Taylor came in and was like I don't care that Carly <laughs> Ray is dropping on that Friday like I'm dropping on that Friday <laughs> That's my assessment. But no, uh, thankfully, my decision, you know, I, I'm I'm happy with my decision uh, to drop on a Tuesday because just completely avoided the Taylor Swift uh, everything, although she did drop a music video yesterday. So well, and you, you, the, yeah. you didn't want to show her up either because I didn't want to show Taylor up. And, uh, love Taylor, but we know that you know what well, we were. I was. Looking I know. At. I love her too much. You know. I'm like. I don't. I don't want to do that to her with exactly. my love for her and her music. It's like I didn't want to make people have to choose. You know. Yeah, because I would have chosen. I would have chosen her BFF. I love Taylor, but I would have chosen. <laughs> so you're the one. You're the one that would. Oh, well, there's plenty. Trust me. But um, but yeah. So but obviously we're gonna get into emotional. Like I said, we're gonna get into emotional vampires in a, in a few minutes here. But Taylor, though, so she does. I haven't listened to the Carly Rae Jepsen, by the way. Can't wait. I don't know if you know this, but Carly, back before she took off, she was actually in the magazine. Um, no way. That's so cool. Right I'm when, a big fan of hers. Yeah, right when Call Me Maybe was like Justin Bieber, I think, had shared it. And she was just took off. Yeah. 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 And uh, But yeah, Taylor's, though. So Midnight's, we've been getting these teasers now for a while, you know, that Midnight's was coming out. And, you know, she does, she, her marketing team is outstanding. She's doing her own thing now and she's yeah. killing it. um so obviously you've listened to it a bunch of times i've listened to it a bunch of times uh, it's a departure from folklore maybe something and of course uh evermore maybe something 
a little bit more uh, back to, I would say, somebody called it, what do they call it? Like reputation, I think, with edibles or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. but it's it's now i personally love it it's fantastic what were your first thoughts i i loved it too you know i have to be honest like i usually listen to a taylor album and i i love like six tracks and then i like don't love maybe three tracks and then there's like a like two or three that i'm like very neutral on right um, I felt like for this album, something that was different for me, you know, having been a Taylor fan since the very beginning, I think the first song I ever heard of Taylor's was our song. And oh I immediately God. loved it. Yeah. That is throwing it back. Yeah. So I've been a Taylor fan for like, before it was cool to be a Taylor fan. In all honesty, like I, you know, like I felt like I had friends that jumped on board once she released 1989. Right. Some who jumped on board when she released Red. But yep. a lot of people were not like big, big Taylor fans till like Red or 1989. That's fair. I can say that I was a huge Taylor fan from like our song. And like, so I've listened to a lot of Taylor albums like First Day, like, you know, whatever. And I, this one was one where I didn't feel like there was any song that I was like, it was a dislike for me. You know, because you need to listen to an album a couple times and mm -hmm. like, you can really get behind it. Um, but at first listen, sometimes you don't really know your full thoughts, obviously. I think we, by the way, just figured out that you are Queen Swifty. That's Queen Swifty. Yeah, I'm a huge Swifty. Yeah. I would say my first like times really listening to was actually one of my first trips to California. And we had only radio in the car at that point. And it's a love story played over and over again on the That's way. That's pretty early too. That's an early Swifty. Yeah, but uh, I agree with you. I absolutely love the album. The The first listen through, I was like, oh my gosh, this is really good. She's, as we talked about in the past, like she's no longer, you know, trying to be the radio friendly. Uh, uh, she wasn't like chasing, I, I don't think, a huge pop hit. I didn't get yeah, that. Yeah, not at all. And she, and the the songs, are, I, I love the songs that stuck out right away. I think Antihero is the consensus popular track, obviously. Yeah. But, um, you know, You're On Your Own Kid is one that's in my head all day. Love that yeah. song. I love that one too. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and so I just think there's, yeah, there's a lot of great, great tracks this time through. There is uh, the one, of course, I'm trying to think of right now in my head because I'm so great with how I remember names. We know this because you've had to help me out several times. I should know better. Um, but it's uh, one of the um, sweet, something sweet, sweet nothings. There we go. <laughs> oh, that was my favorite. One of my favorite two right away. Lit first listen. I really love the the part of the song where she's this part stood out to me, I should say, like right away. I really loved where she says that she's too soft for all of it. That part where she's like with all the hustlers and I need to listen to it more before I can tell you quote the lyrics to you. But um, give me like a week. And the, but she talks about like the hucksters and I hope I might be butchering this. But and then she says that she's too soft, that she can tell this person that she's really too soft for all of it, which I was like, oh, I like that. It's really cool too, because, you know, if you listen to Taylor's, you know, more pop stuff, she has a cadence, right? We know she drops into that da -da 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 kind of cadence. Her melodies. Yeah. She starts to have similar melodies in the, in a great way. You know, whatever you think, either you don't like that or you love that, but um, yeah, it's kind of the signature. And then and yeah. when you, in this one, you kind of, but what was great is that when you drop into songs like sweet nothings, it's this, 
it's a little bit more of this like stripped down, just sort of like really simple, you know, I don't think it's a piano she's on. I'm not great at that, but, um, but it's this really like simple, simple kind of little, you know, melody. I think it is. a. Key. I think it's the keys for sure. I need yeah, to listen key. again. Yeah, I think so. yeah, yeah. I think yeah. it's the keys. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just awesome. The whole way through, I, I also, my, my cousin, uh, she just moved into a new house. She's a new homeowner. And so I wasted no time in as her housewarming gift. It's going to take till February because she's so backed up on orders ta or Taylor's website is <laughs> but um, herself, like she's like in her basement, like, you know, packing up, right backed up on <laughs> but I bought my cousin, the, the wall clock, you know, that oh my God, that's so awesome that you did that. Yeah. She's super stoked. I had to tell her cause I'm like, it's not till February. This is what I got you. And she's like, super stoked. Oh my God. That's so nice. What a good cousin. I try to be, you know, but yeah. So the, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it is really cool though to see it's funny because you'll see lots of different you know opinions about taylor as are with any big artist you know there's a lot of opinions about people who either love her or don't like her i remember when it was announced she was going to be the super bowl halftime which she's not but when it was announced that she might be it was the rumor people were, yeah people were like really upset about it and some were super stoked about it i was like this is crazy i was stoked i was yeah it's very polarizing i will say that but I think what's cool about her, though, and that some people forget is that we're talking about an artist who, you know, really was taken advantage of by, you know, uh, and had her, her music that was rightfully hers taken away from her. She goes off and instead of, you know, playing the victim, she goes and she records all of those songs again and, or, you know, or a lot of those in her Taylor's version. She uh, now, you know, writes music for herself. It's not written for the radio anymore. She's got the expletives in there. She's got the, you know. And it's just, I think there's, she's such a strong individual in the music scene. Yeah. And I think that should be celebrated for sure. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I think it's been really interesting to watch her journey and for sure, she's like really stepped into her own kind of power, I think over the years, like you definitely could see, I mean, we've, you know, she's been around for 16 years now or whatever. Like mm -hmm. I, you know, I think that um, you've really seen someone go from, you know, playing the game really heavily, maybe to like being like, I don't need to play this game. This is what I'm doing. And like, just kind of taking charge and just being on top. It's been really crazy to watch that. Like, you know, I mean, it's, it's tough. Cause you do grow a lot from like 16 to 32 or however old she's been. like, so you can't really compare to like her 16 year old self, but like, you know, I do feel like there was a certain, she had a certain energy at that point that you've seen over the years, like where she's just kind of stepped into this, like no bullshit kind of like yep. person that she definitely wasn't when we first met her, you know? So that's been kind of like really interesting, I think, to watch. And I'm sure part of that's come from the success, being taken advantage of all of these things, you know, compiled into one um, but it's been really cool to see that she's just kind of like come out on top time and time again. Yep. No, I totally agree. Yeah. And the, you know, the, I think that the, um, the thing also that, that has been really exciting to, 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 to watch as, as we kind of move forward throughout her career is the fact that, you know, she's also totally revolutionized or I wouldn't say she's like that that's probably you know because a lot of people have done these sorts of things but when you think about too how she's managed to or the way she's marketed it that you know a lot of artists have done this but now that she's releasing these these videos that she is directed as well 
Yeah. And, um, you know, and that, and, and she's releasing, I know she's releasing like a video for every song on the album, I believe. And she's already got uh, Antihero and Bejeweled out right now. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's just really cool to see that she, she, she's really, really smart and how she's, and, and artists have to be that way these days. Oh, yeah. You can't just be an artist. <laughs> like you have to, well, I mean, part of being an artist is having a smart marketing mind. I think that that's part of it. You know, otherwise, unfortunately, stuff doesn't get heard uh, in this day and age. So it's like, you know, she's doing what she has to do, but she's brilliant at it. Um, I do think she's like one of the most brilliant business people um, for sure. You know, I think she's found a way to like combine her life with her music, with her brilliant marketing brain and somehow make all of them feed off of each other <laughs> in a really brilliant way where you're just like, wow, like she's insane in the best way. I mean, she's insane. Like the fact that she dropped her album and then like three hours later, we get seven extra songs. Like you're just like, oh my God, like the girl never sleeps, right? Yep. No, hundred percent. And uh, but yeah. And every, artist, every artist has to be in, insane and to a, to a certain degree. So like you said, yeah, I mean, that's just to be in this business. It's, it's insanity. You know, I think you do have to be a little insane for yeah. sure, because most people wouldn't put up with this shit that you have <laughs> to do, you know, like they just wouldn't, they'd be like, Oh no, I think I'm going to like not do that. You know, <laughs> yeah. unless you're insane, which then you're like, okay, like, cool. Let's just roll with it. Like, let's make it happen. Yeah. Um, no. But yeah, I mean, I I definitely think that this album is a grower. I will say that. Like I liked I didn't dislike anything right away, but the more that I listen to songs, I I hear things that I you know didn't notice upon first listen. Um I felt like it was like a strong listen all the way through the first first time or first go around and then um songs that I maybe was like kind of new, not neutral but you know just like oh yeah I like it I don't know like yeah it's okay like have started to really grow on me the more that I that I hear them and sometimes that is the case but I was joking to my friend or or not joking because this is really the truth but I was saying like you know most indie artists and most artists in general are not going to get five listens for you to like something like, you know, it's like, whereas my friends were like, I don't really love this Taylor album, but like, let me just listen to it six or seven more times. And then I'm sure I'll like it and like really get into it. And I'm like, that makes me crack up because I'm like, as an indie artist, like you literally get 10 seconds before someone decides if they like it or not. And they turn it off. It's so true. No, it's yeah. So true. And meanwhile, people who don't like Taylor songs are like, let me just give this eight more tries, <laughs> a whole album of 20 songs. Like, let me just give this eight more listens. I'm like, no indie artist gets eight more listens. No, for sure. And that's why, you know, here at, at Lemonade, that's why that's always been our mission, right? Is to hopefully get the indie artists, you know, we've always integrate popular. Yeah. Hope that if we can integrate both, that people who love that stuff and are willing to give those things, uh, those artists more listens. Hopefully they're willing to do that for indie artists too. Uh, yeah, seriously. One listen for you, Kara. Just so you yeah, know. one listen. Thank That's you. All we needed for you Thank though, you. to love yourself. So talking about Taylor Swift, I don't know if you saw that she just performed Exile for the first time at Wembley. Did you see that? I did not see that. No, I think no. it was today. Today. Um, she was in Wembley and she was with Aaron, Aaron Dessner and, uh, in Bonnie Vare, I think, and they just performed Exile for the first time. That's cool. Considering that we, you would think, of course, that that's been performed already, 
because you know but yeah. we forget the folklore was out during when nobody was touring so yeah. yeah yeah so I thought that was cool but um yeah I think my favorite songs on first listen were anti-hero um which obviously is like the one she's really pushing right. um I liked sweet nothing nothing sweet nothing sweet nothing I don't know if there's an s at the end um I liked mastermind a lot and I liked Midnight Rain, which some people seem to like and some people seem to dislike. I was on the like side of that. I feel like um, I like the vocoder and just like some of the the vibes. Yeah. <laughs> but those were like my favorites on my first listen, although the more that I'm listening, I, I like different songs, you know? Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. You go through it and like in Mastermind, I think that's like the last song on the album, right? Yeah. And- yeah, and I totally agree with you. There is, there's, there's just every time you go through it, you pick up new stuff as you should through any great album. But you know, we've been talking about though, smart marketing and and to to, to come up with a with a you know when you have a release coming out, you yeah. uh, we we talked a little bit earlier about you know the whole that when you decided to release Emotional Vampires, making sure. But you also did a great lead up to oh, the release you. of Emotional Vampires. Tell us a little bit about why you decided to go down that route and uh, all the different, and I think Jack was a part of it. I remember seeing his name on those. Um, yeah. Tell us a bit about all those videos you did and the social media lead up. You know, it's so funny. People keep commenting about the social media lead up. Like I've gotten quite a lot of messages about people saying they love, they've loved this social media lead up to emotional vampires and the promos and stuff. Uh, to be honest, I guess what, where it came from is I sort of always had it in the back of my head that emotional vampires ideally would be an October release. And I would lean into this idea of an emotional vampire being like the most scary of creatures during <laughs> Halloween <laughs> and kind of, I thought it would help personify what an emotional vampire is because I feel like, um, you know, it can be tough to spot an emotional vampire. Sometimes people are very charming at first or very enigmatic and you don't always realize that they're sucking your energy, but that's what they're really doing is like sucking your life force and leaving you drained and leaving you exhausted. So I was like, what's the way that I can like showcase that? Uh, And I felt like leaning into the vampire aspect of it would be really fun for getting you to see that like, oh, an emotional vampire really is a vampire of energy, you know? And so I just decided to really lean in. And I thought that because it was October, I was like, you know what? I think I can get a little bit like, like campier with this and weirder with this than maybe I could at other months of the year where people might be like, okay, like, why does she keep posting about vampires? You know, like, I kind of felt like I could really do the full gamut of what I really wanted to do for this song if I put it out this month. Hence why I was like, you know, I just have to like make it happen. So for me, I kind of just, it started with thinking like, what do I most value um for this release like in terms of like the promotional content and how do I make that happen and I was like you know what I feel like short form video is where like a lot of people's attention span is at the moment like they don't really watch anything more than like 10 to 30 seconds or 10 to 40 seconds unfortunately because I think you know you lose a lot of amazing art when you cut things down to like 10 seconds But I was like, let me just lean into that. Like, I don't at the moment, I don't have, um, you know, like I said, I'm I'm making this kind of last minute decision. And so 
but I, but when I say last minute at the same time, I had been marinating on it for a long time. So I had a lot of ideas of like, I knew I wanted it to kind of lean into that cult camp horror classic kind of thing. So I was like referencing images from like Scream and, you know, different scary-esque movies or like the Harley Quinn vibes and, and all these things where I was like, I think this would be really fun to be like a vampire slayer. I kind of had that in my mind for a long time. But when I finally decided to drop it, I was like, shit, like, how do I make this happen really quick? You know? So I basically just, I had this list of props that I wanted. I was like, I knew I wanted like a classic baseball bat. I knew I wanted like the candelabra. I knew I wanted like the vampire teeth and the, the rotary phone with the knife, like scream vibes and all these different things that I just kind of like did a mass order on Amazon and <laughs> other sites. And I called up my friend Evan Blum and I was like, hey, can you like help me shoot some really kind of cinematic, cool, short form content like in two days? <laughs> and he was like, OK, like, how about we do it like early next week? So I was like, OK, so I like got all my stuff. I kind of had a plan. We we broke it down like as though we were producing a video, a music video, but like short form videos. So we were like, OK. We have the location in the bedroom, we have the cave, we have the street, we have like Chinatown, like we kind of had all these ideas of like, I wanted it to feel a little grittier in the sense, that, like with the baseball bat where I was like, I want it to be like at night with the lights. So we went to Chinatown for that. And um, I wanted the candelabra to have like that spooky Halloween energy. So we went into the Bronson cave, Canyon bat caves. And uh, and then the phone we shot in my bedroom, it was like a very last minute thing. But I think it all kind of came together in like a really interesting way where like right. I almost didn't have the time to overthink things in the way that I normally do. So I just kind of like leaned in. I was like, yeah, let's just go for it. Like I got the fake blood. Like I said, I got the vampire things. I was like, let's just like lean into the camp vibe of this because it's a pretty fun song. It doesn't take itself too seriously. So I was like, I'm not going to overthink this. I'm just going to do this. I ended up editing and coloring the footage by myself. Jack helped with some of the editing. Um, I had a single cover that I had in the back of my mind again for months that was from an old shoot that just I thought happened to fit this song very well. So I was like, we're going to do that. We're going to cut my face. I'm going to like be on the floor. Jack created like the, to the font, the emotional vampires font. And then I told Jack, I was like, you're in charge of making merch <laughs> and you're in charge of like <laughs> making a lyric slash music video, but more like an official audio with, with visualizers. So he's like, okay, cool. Got it. We picked the font after some, you know, tweaking told him to just kind of run with that. And then he kind of cut, I told him like what parts of the clips that I liked. And then he cut those down, airdropped them to me. I colored them and like put the text over them. So it was kind of just like, I was editing things each day that you saw them. So it was like, if I dropped a video that day, I probably edited it that day. And then same with the memes. I had like, I knew I wanted to give off that like camp, um, cult horror classic 
So I, at first I was just going to post kind of like grainy photos from movie from those movies on my feed just to kind of give the, oh, we're in this world. You know, I wanted people to feel like we're in this world. But then I was like, you know what? What if I put like text over them and I like make it a meme of like <laughs> what this would be in the world of emotional vampires? So I did that and I posted one and it seemed to do really well. Like people were really into it. So I was like, okay, I'm just going to do one of these every two days. And like, I already had saved a folder of like those kind of images. Cause I was pulling from some of those for the videos to like, you know, lean into some of that vibe, some and not others, like the scream one. Yes. Some of the others, I kind of just, I didn't pull from the meme photos. I just kind of had the visuals in the back of my head, but, um, yeah. So like, I just kind of would create the meme for that each day you saw it. So I would be like, okay, I've got a photo here of, you know, Megan Fox with her hands on her face, like from that <laughs> uh, Jennifer's body movie. I was like, okay, so this is when, you know, they keep calling, asking for advice they never take or whatever. And then I would just type that and like, and it just became a thing. And it was fun. I had a lot of fun with it. Um, like I said, just shared a bunch of like 10 to 40 second video clips. And then during that shoot for uh, for the visual video clips, I was like, Jack, you should take photos on a Polaroid camera because this is the vibe I want to create for this. I don't have a photographer. I'm doing this like, you know, I'm making this up as I go. So I was like, let's capture these. So we would like pause in each look to get a couple Polaroids just because I knew those were going to be like, my photos to use this promotion. Um, and I thought that worked too, because I was like, you know what, the vibe, you know, is that kind of camp cult. Some of these movies come came out in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, whatever. So I was like, you know, Polaroids were big back then. Yeah. Um, and they are still big, you know, people still love that aesthetic. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to lean into that and accept the fact that I, you know, I don't have like some fancy expensive photo shoot. And the hilarious thing that I found with this release is that it seemed like people really loved like the, yeah. the lead up. And it was like, I don't know, like it, it's really changed my um, perspective, I guess, on like how I might do some lead ups in the future, because I was like, you know, I, I can be quite the perfectionist. And um, I usually am pretty mysterious before a release. Like I won't share really any of the audio. You know, you might get like, an instrumental like three days, four days before and, you know, with some video clips and then yeah. I'll share maybe a, a, a line, <laughs> but I've been pretty mysterious in the past where like, you kind of don't hear the song until like the day it drops. Um, but for this one, I just did it totally differently. I think maybe because the, the landscape of music has kind of changed where people do kind of want to hear the song now before it drops, like with the, with TikTok and, and all that stuff. So I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to lean into that because I'm like, you know, people need to hear a song back to what we were talking about, like so many times before they get behind it. Yeah. So I was like, I think if they hear like little clips of this for like a couple weeks leading up that by the time the song drops, they'll like kind of feel like they could sing it in a way. But my goal, especially on like Instagram, more so than TikTok, on TikTok, I definitely shared a lot more of the song really early on. But with Instagram, I was like, I was trying to figure out like, what is the difference now between these two platforms, right? Because here they are basically doing the same freaking thing. 
But I was like, you know, I think on Instagram, there's still a bit more of a curation than TikTok a little bit. Whereas TikTok, because you still have the photos and you still have the links and the stories. And I know TikTok has stories, but I don't know if they've really fully caught on. Yeah, I don't feel like they have at all. Yeah. So to me, I was like, I think I need to use these platforms a little differently. Right. TikTok, I was much more just like, whatever, let's just try something. Instagram, I was like, I'm never going to share with you the full song in its or in the proper order. So I would share like 10 seconds of a, a lyric here, then 20 seconds from a different part of the song, then the pre-chorus, but nothing else, then the chorus, nothing else. Because I was like, I still want there to be some excitement for people when they listen to the whole song in its entirety. So maybe they're familiar with its like individual parts a little bit. But they don't. But what's new and exciting is like hearing how it all came together and the order and how it all made sense. So that was my approach on Instagram, even though I know some people definitely were on TikTok as well. So they'd already heard it. Anyway, it was kind of an interesting approach. But um, I found that like I was just having a lot of fun with it where like I would then drop a Polaroid. And then a few days later, the clip that what that Polaroid was from, I would put the video clip out. So then I realized, okay, I'm just going to keep doing that. So like, first you get the Polaroid, then two days later, you get the video of that. So there's still some mystery and excitement, even though I'm revealing part of the song to you, which in the past I wouldn't have done. I don't know if any of that made sense, but like, no, totally does. Yeah. I just had a lot of like, I kind of was making decisions as I went, like really quick decisions. And then I would keep rolling with that decision if I thought that it was working and I just felt like the energy from the release were like was really positive. So I was like, I'm just going to keep like leaning into this. Um, and, and I can be quite one track minded. So like I'm I'm pretty all or nothing. So for me, I was like, it's all emotional vampires until November, guys. So like be prepared if you hate this content, like this is what you're getting like every fucking day, like four times a day, whatever. But like. Yeah, I just really leaned in and it it's just I don't know, it's so funny. Like the reaction was um it was different than like what I'd expected, you know. Well, I you and I both have a social media management background and I think that's also something you said for that that often a lot of places will ask you too, what is your strategy? And you have to have some strategy, but I will always say sometimes it is just on the fly. You have to and so that sometimes works out better. Plus we all know algorithms these days that I'm kind of like you. I like a polished perfectionist sort of thing a lot of the time but it doesn't work well anymore they see that ad it falls into the algorithm it falls out of it i should say and they want that more raw image sort of stuff and so it worked it was it was it it worked out great i I thought it was wonderful thought you did a great job so thank you i think you have to be adaptable you know like absolutely to what people are responding to so to me i was like i can't i love this like really well-polished, mysterious, really thought through thing. But I was like, I have to be honest with myself of what's like people are resonating with right now. So I was like, let me just lean into that and somehow bring my flair to it where I can still bring some of the like mystery and the excitement and like some of the cinematic quality, but to these like really short form clips. For sure. No, it worked like my compromise. And yeah, it was really fun. Like I hope that, you know, people have had fun following along as well and I think that like the song has a quite a lot of humor to it 
that I haven't maybe showcased as much in the past with some of my music, even though I think anyone who's like friends with me would not be surprised by it. Cause I like, I'm not, not saying I'm super funny, but like, I definitely have a sense of humor. I think you're the most serious person I've ever met. You, you <laughs> yeah. never have we ever laughed laugh at anything. Yeah. Never. It's always straight up professional. <laughs> very, <laughs> yeah. Very professional student high. <laughs> but um so to me I was like well this song's kind of fun because I think for like one of the first times you're kind of getting to see yeah a bit of my sense of humor Absolutely. so I think like I decided to lean into that with the promotion too because I was like you know what there is this whole side of me that like some of my songs recently haven't really shown so I haven't stepped into yeah, no, it, absolutely. I love the song. I love what you did with this. So, as a social media manager, I, <laughs> I love what you did. I thought it was brilliant. You did a great job. You're still doing a great job, obviously. Um, as you mentioned, until that's... November first, right? Um, and <laughs> I don't know when the end is, but I'm like, I'm going strong, I guess, until November. <laughs> well, I, I think that leaves us, you know, with uh, well, you know, actually, you know what? You no, know, we actually should talk about though the song itself. Did we talk about all the oh um, yeah yeah yeah. so i remember on i will mention to everybody uh who's listening as you know with, with don liver i still haven't figured out the zoom issues so that's why we're like we had to split this <laughs> into parts so yeah i'm like watching the time if you guys if i seem like i'm off and sometimes but no um you know i think when we were in uh, uh california we were talking about you know this would be one type of emotional vampire but um we were talking about you know the uh uh the uh multi-level marketing you know mlm oh, and you know oh, yeah. and so part of it that's listening but we talk about it and then suddenly i you know and then i i see a couple weeks later two or three weeks later whatever it was emotional vampires and i'm like oh my gosh the discussion <laughs> we had this which i know has nothing to do with that but i in my head i'm like oh my gosh that's what we were discussing the in <laughs> In California. Yeah, I mean, those are that is one perfect example yeah. of like people that just don't take a hint and like are so don't so not aware or cognizant of somebody else's like space and energy yeah. that they just kind of put their blinders on and like just try to convince you to do this thing that benefits them that they maybe think benefits you as well. I guess. I mean, I'm not saying they're intentionally, you know ruining your life but like <laughs> i was saying like I, I think that like they really must believe what they're doing but like you know emotional vampires also really believe they need your energy and attention at all moments and you know so uh, i don't know you're right that is totally an example especially the people that are not transparent about it i think i respect the multi-level marketers that are a little bit more like hey i'm a part of this company right at whatever the hell the company's called. Um, I think you'd be a great fit. Are you looking for an extra job? If you would love to talk about this company specifically, put the company in there. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I would love to meet up. That I'm okay with as much as I'm not going to be a part of it. But People like, call what, you're like, oh, hey, want to meet up? I haven't seen you in so long. Yeah, what bothers yeah. me is the bait, the bait and switch, which exactly. I think emotional vampires are really good at the bait and switch. They they want what they want, and they know you might not want that, and so they find a way to like kind of not lie, but they're not transparent. So yeah. they they might text you saying like, hey just so that they can get you to reply, like, hey, what's up? And then they're like, 
hey, now that you're talking to me, can you, you know, write my essay or whatever, like whatever the hell it is, right? <laughs> exactly. like, no, totally. Or they'll be like, hey, what are you doing Friday? And then you think, oh, they want to hang out. Like, oh, I'm free Friday. And then it's like, great. Um, can you take my sister to the airport? Like, you know <laughs> exactly. what I mean? Like they, they're they not upfront with their intentions and that is manipulation. Yeah, and I think that that's what bothers me about those multi-level marketers is that they'll be like, I'd love to meet up for a hike, girl. I miss you so much. Yeah. And then the whole hike, they're talking to me about trying to convince me to buy their products and join their multi-level marketing company. Yeah. Now you're being very, you're not hiding now the fact that like, you're not being very coy about the fact that you really only invited me on this hike to talk about this marketing thing. A hike um, is like, and they trap you that way. Cause a hike, what are you supposed to do? No, you can't it's like, hike. you don't want to look old in like 30 years, right? We've got this skincare. I swear you can't get it on Amazon. And they'll use your problem. Like if you're like, oh, I'm having this, you know, stomach issue or whatever, they'll be like, well, you really need this one product. <laughs> like, uh, and it's like, now I feel like I can't talk to you about anything. Right. Because sometimes I just am trying to tell you about my life. I don't actually need anything i don't need a product i don't want to be a part of a team but now you're stepping out of friend territory and all of a sudden you're into this other thing now i don't want to hate on people that are part of them i maybe there is a side that i have not seen and so i you know just be honest right whoa yeah, but just be honest that's what i'm saying be honest with your intention if you're a part of that and if it's working for you amazing but don't pull the bait and switch be yeah. really honest about being a part of it because if you're proud of it, you should be, you know, it's like if I was going to meet with someone because I want them to direct my music video or something, I would say, hey, can we meet up? I'd love to talk, like play you this song. I would love for you to like try to see if you have any ideas. I really would love for you to potentially direct this. I wouldn't say, hey, let's go on a two hour hike and then the whole time make it about yeah. how they could maybe direct my music video. You know what I mean? Just that's yeah. a terrible example. But like- no I, no, I know what you mean though. And I apologize everybody for the woe. I, I have a lot of European blood in me and I was talking with my hands and I just <laughs> absolutely <laughs> flung everything on my desk. I apologize. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That well, was yeah, I mean, MLMs do make us go, Whoa. Whoa. Yeah, and they're winning everything. Um, no, you're exactly right. I'll, no, I totally get what you're saying uh, from that. And yeah, it's just, just be upfront. Yeah, just be upfront. But I think like that's, you know, obviously a form of an emotional vampire. But I think that like a lot of emotional vampires um, do that. Like I said, like they, mm -hmm. they find a way to bait you or they use their like emotions to somehow manipulate you and your energy and yeah. your time. And they're just like really masters at that whether they realize it or not. I think a lot of them maybe don't realize that that's what they're doing. Like maybe that's just a tactic that they've used, you know, since they yep. were kids to get what they want. Um, and they don't realize that like what they're actually doing is like forcing people to pay attention to them versus like getting the, the love that they want in like a, you know, healthy way. Right. It reminds me of like what we do in the shadows, except it's the energy vampire on that show and maybe they need to add an emotional vampire to it now as well uh with the normal run of the male vampires uh but yeah the, the, i think they're one and the same <laughs> you know I feel like, yeah yeah i feel like an energy vampire an emotional vampire they're kind of things, yeah exactly yeah.
Uh, but yeah, and so the song is obviously, if anybody couldn't have guessed, song is about these types of people, but it's fun. <laughs> it's it's got a great, it's got a great, great. You you, you really it's fun beat you can dance to you can you can you can it really it sticks in your head which is great in a good way and uh but i think without further ado i think it's time that you uh that you introduce the song here yeah i would love to so uh this is my new single called emotional vampires you're calling me up it's 10 a.m why did i pick up again your relationship's about to end shocking an interview, you never ask, how are you? Doing my nails, phone on mute, you're still talking. I know it's kinda harsh, but I'm tired of sparing my feelings and handing you my heart when I'm the one who's bleeding. It's about time that I clean out the lovers and the liars and the friends. We just take, take, take when I'm giving to no end. Gotta cut out the haters till the fakers test their luck. They just take, take, take. Mm. Emotional vampires. Emotional vampires. I gotta keep a little for my sanity. Clarity, suddenly gone for me. You drain me like a battery. You Time that I clean out the lovers and the liars and the friends who just take, take, take when I'm given to no end. I'm gonna cancel clear the lead. Anyone who throws a pity party, you never make a move, but always complains they're stuck. Emotional vampires suck. Emotional vampires suck. It's about time that I clean out the lovers and the liars and the friends who just take, take, take when I'm given to no end. I'm gonna cancel clear the Anyone who throws a pity party never makes a move but always complains they're stuck. Emotional vampires You're taking and taking it all. All right, that was Emotional Vampires by Cara Connolly. And uh, Cara Connolly, as we called her in yeah, the Cara we haven't, Connelly. we haven't, but we know people like, that's what always, every time I think that when it's on my, my iPhone, if I like, if I, if I get a text from you or whatever. You're like, and, it's Cara Connolly. <laughs> this is Car text message from Cara Connolly. Um, <laughs> even Siri doesn't get your name, but no. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Right. Uh, but yeah, we love the song. Uh, we're stoked. Thank you. Yeah. And um, 
we actually have the holidays coming up soon. How the hell does that happen? Like, I mean, it feels like this year has uh, been crazy. I know it's been so crazy. It like yeah. really went by so quickly. It's so uh, surreal. So I'm hoping that once again, you'll join us, uh, if not before them, but, but you'll join us on the holiday episode as well. Um, I know with this episode, uh, I have, I had a blast talking with you about the, uh, um, the, our, our getting together. That was awesome. Uh, we also had, of course, Taylor, great talking about Taylor, the new single. Um, and, uh, now Halloween's coming up. Uh, I, I don't know if we have time for a game. I guess we could possibly, if you'd like, do you feel like you're in the mindset you had the brownie? Do you feel like you got the sugar rush? Do you think we could, uh, yeah, let's do it. Let's right, do let's it. Let's do it. Okay, so we're gonna we'll see what to, happens. <laughs> see what happens. Similar to the Christmas game, uh, I'm gonna give you a subject. Hopefully, we won't get cut off by Zoom. And if we do, I guess we'll have to, <laughs> to join. Wait. We'll rejoin. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So I, uh, I'll give you a, a subject, and you give me a subject. We'll create a story, and let's see uh, if we can tell who's lying and who's telling the truth. Perfect. I, I love it. Who should yeah. go first? Uh, I, I'll give you a subject. Okay. Okay, so the subject is jack-o'-lanterns. Jack-o'-lanterns. Not really hard on that one. That, yeah, you could tell. (laughs) That took a lot of... (laughs) It's not obvious at all. So jack-o'-lanterns. When I was a kid, I went to the San Diego County Fair. Okay. And this was during Halloween. By the way, I love San Diego County. Love San Diego County. Yeah, yeah amazing amazing spot so they have a little like halloween carnival they have a summer carnival as well um the san diego county fair but they do like their halloween version of that which is smaller but still a carnival so i went on all the rides i played the games during one of the games i won an orange goldfish it was like a dark orange goldfish with like a little white kind of spot in the center like on its back and I was like, I think I was probably about eight years old at this point. Okay. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to name this fish Jack-O-Lantern. Interesting. <laughs> that, 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 that sounds, what was your, what, what was your favorite ride at the carnival? What, what was your favorite ride that you went on? I don't remember what rides I went on, but I do remember that I went on one of those rides. You know, the ones that are like a spaceship. Yeah, okay. And that you like, yeah. like it like pushes you back with like the gravity and you're like spinning and it's, t- it's the worst thing ever. Every ride in the world. <laughs> okay. You know what? <laughs> if you don't know what I'm talking about, it's for the best because you should never go on it. It was terrible. Terrible ride. Terrible ride. Cool. I-, I hated that. So anyway, okay. yeah. So went on that. Anyway. What was your favorite? Was the fish. Okay. And did you and, buy uh, and I ended up calling him Jacko. That okay. was his name. Yeah, okay. And he ended up living to be 16. No. Oh, no. See, I was believing you. I was believing you. No, he ended up living to be 16 <laughs> years old. I'm a fish living to 16, Kara. I'm telling you the truth. <laughs> okay. So, so, he, so he ended up living till I was far into college. No. Okay, and so- my friends would come home and I'd be like, this is my fish, Jacko, like Jack- <laughs> Jack-o-lantern. And uh, I won him at the fair <laughs> when I was eight years old. So yeah, that's my story. Okay, so that's your story. So I'm, and that's, ah, you know what? I mean, here's the thing is that <laughs> I have been fooled so many times. 
And I feel like, I feel like if I, I'm going to say that there's no way that could be true, but I have this feeling you're going to tell me it was true and I have no choice but to believe you. But I'm well, what, say- was your, what is your pick? True or false? <laughs> it's false. No, it's fucking true. Oh I- my God. There's no way. There's no, no it's true. way. True. That fish lived. So both my goldfish, I had another goldfish also named in sync. Both lived 16. Well, in sync lived 14. And did Jacko you farm on them or did you like have like, how did, how did that, how did they? <laughs> I put them, I was a psychopath. I like, <laughs> I was like on um, like goldfish message boards, like how to keep. Oh my gosh, like, it's cool. That's great. And I would like medicate them with like goldfish medications. Like they would get illnesses, and then I. <laughs> and I would like. You're giving your. And I made my dad product. drive forty-five minutes to like uh the specialty fish shop to buy That's reverse cool. osmosis water That's by the five gallon. Yeah, and I put them in two separate tanks because I thought that there was less chance that they would get a disease and infect each other. So they had two separate 10-gallon tanks, uh, which is very big. (laughs) I've got one 10-gallon tank on on my my counter right now. By the way, I had a fish that lived seven years. I thought that was incredible. And you just doubled it. So you should have known that this was true if you had a fish live seven years. Yeah, but seven years is like, that's, you doubled it. 16, that's incredible. I did. Jacko, and, and you're and you sure your mom didn't like go and buy a replacement and be like- Oh, are you kidding? I would have known. <laughs> I, I would have noticed. I was so perceptive. I would sit there and I would go, I'd be like, one's like a scale fell off or like, or I'd be like, there's a little red line and, uh, and I think it has a disease. And my parents would be like, carrot, it looks fine. It's a fish. It's swimming around. And then two days later, it would be like upside down on the verge of death. And I'd be like, I told you it was not right. <laughs> I was I like, it's it. not swimming right. And then I brought it back from death, like multiple times there in sync especially man that fish had nine lives in in sync would be like gasping for air and my dad would be like kara say your goodbyes (laughs) bye 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 say your bye 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 i'm so sorry i had you oh that is amazing and so my dad would be like say your goodbyes and i'd be like well i'd be like crying and then i'd be like we need to save him (laughs) and somehow (laughs) the next day in sync would be back swimming fine i don't know i don't know these stories never cease to amaze me i mean they're just they're incredible (laughs) you're you're a a a one of a kind there's nobody in this (laughs) world i swear that nobody is really gonna have a story that amazing (laughs) i mean you 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 make this you make the podcast so easy oh my god i mean it's funny i guess i've had some like weird things (laughs) No, it's perfect. It's so great. Like, my God. Well, my question was, did you think that that story was true until I said the goldfish lived 16 years? I, no, actually, I didn't. And the reason why was because I was like, how could I see jack-o'-lantern and how could it end up that a fish, even if it's jacko, be that close? And the fact that, that boom, you thought about it that quick. I was like, there's just no way. It's like I felt like you went from like festival to fish too and i'm like no this is just like she's just really good at going <laughs> like a trip <laughs> well no it really was jacko based off jack-o-lantern which a lot of people didn't know that they were like oh it's jacko but i was like well it's because its full name is jack-o-lantern <laughs> not michael jackson and yeah. in which is that one's more self-explanatory 
um <laughs> you know yeah. that it's just in sync yeah um but uh and you and i'm guessing you were an NSYNC fan oh yeah yeah and eventually I did get to meet Lance Bass and tell him about Insync the goldfish that lived 16 years. Oh my gosh, this gets better. It just gets better every single Yeah. Year. And he made a joke that the goldfish lived longer than the band. That's so good. That is so <laughs> freaking good. My gosh. And who was your favorite Insync member? It was JC. JC. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. It was JC Ch- Chazez. Is that his last name? Chazez. What is, what is JC up to these days? I should look that up. JC on the show. Let's see. I'll give and him a call. He lands around every so often because he uh he frequents the gay the gay West Hollywood. So yeah, well, there you go. And I, by uh, you uh you mentioned earlier, of course, I know I got to do the whole Halloween game too. But you did mention earlier Evan Blum, and I have no idea about this. Is he by any chance connected with Blumhouse with Jason Blow? No, he isn't. Oh, I don't know. I don't think he is. I got to know because like your shoot was yeah. kind of, you know. Horrible. Oh, that's so funny. Yeah. No, no, that's just a just the iron. Yeah, coincidence. Yeah. All right. So, what's your uh, what's your your word? So I have like two words that I'm tossing in my head. I'm like, which one do I give you? I don't know, but I think I'm gonna go with mummy. Mummy. Oh my gosh. But that, but you know what? Actually, it's amazing you bring up mummy because <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, for real, because not my mom uh, in Canada, you know, they call, they call not mummy, but they call him mum in Canada. It's weird. And my mom's Canadian or she's like rich. mom's mummy. Yeah. Yeah. They call mum up in Canada. Mom. Yeah. And so okay. like my Canadian family calls her mom, but that has nothing to do with the story. So this is the interesting because when I was, I was like 16 and I was, I had no job at this point because I was just like still in school, high school, but it was like, I was looking for a little bit of like some, some money on the side because I, I was trying to save up for a car. And you know, that's what you do when you're 16. You're trying to save up for a car. So I was, there was a, a, a one of those like scream houses, right? Those like uh, haunted house sorts of things, right? Yeah. And they were looking for volunteers and the pay wasn't bad for a 16 year old who's like, you know, hey, anything above $7 an hour. I mean, that ages me a bit considering that what the minimum wage is now, but it was like $10 an hour. And I'm like, well, you know, it's only a temporary thing, but you know what? That'd be kind of fun. Not only am I going to make some money, but I also get to be a part of this. I get to scare people. And so- your specific job description not to break up the story but yeah no absolutely no i i i employed to ask questions absolutely because i'm telling the truth and i want to make sure that you know that and so my job was to be one of the characters and i was scaring people like who were coming through the haunted house okay so that's where it gets in the mummy you part. were like one of those act like an actor yeah yeah at the yeah. haunted house yeah yeah I've, I've, I've done some acting in my time it's not you're not the only one Kara. okay yeah sure <laughs> so and so, this was in this was in bellevue no this was in uh linden washington so this was okay. yeah okay. this was uh where i grew up close to where i grew up okay <laughs> so uh so yeah so there's this haunted house they have this by the way they do this every year in linden but this was like one of the first what was years. the name of the haunted house it was the linden haunted house yeah and so no <laughs> <laughs> really so so yeah so um so my job was to be to scare people which is right. not, that's kind of fun right and so um and they give you all characters right and so you had like vampire you had like the 
um what other was frankenstein's monster frankenstein's bride and then you had the mummy and oddly enough you mentioned mummy it seems like a coincidence but i kid you not i was the mummy and so i so they wrap you up in bandages right but they want it to look legit because they don't want you to have like a coat on or a shirt on underneath so you're basically down to your underwear and then they wrap you in uh... like bandages okay and so, and they promised me, cause I'm like, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm kind of self-conscious. I used to be you know, a, a, a chubby kid when I was younger. We, we talked about this when yeah. Yeah, we were together. And, uh, and then, you know, I lost all the weight. And so I'm still kind of like, you know, self-conscious, body conscious. And so I'm like, oh man. But so they do the thing. I'm like, this is $10 an hour. I want to get a car. And so I'm just doing whatever they tell me to. And even though I'm a mummy and nobody will, but at least nobody will recognize me. That's the upside. And how old were you when you did this? 16. 16? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so, <laughs> and uh, you're trying to catch me. Um, but when you're telling the truth, you can't be caught. And so, uh, so yeah. So I get into place and I ask them, and you, ass- I sh- please assure me that you have tied everything down. Like all the bandages are, 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 are fine. And so they're like, yeah, yeah, don't worry. We do this all the time. That's what we're here for. Stop you know, getting, so you're being ridiculous. So I'm like, okay, just do this. So I'm a little, you know, I'm a little nervous. First time I'm, you know, uh, that was my acting debut, <laughs> but no, no, really, but really that was my acting. You know, that was my, my acting debut. That's funny. Yeah. And so I, so anyways, so the first group comes through, people come through and I, and I, and I jump out, do the whole thing, the mummy thing. Right. And, you know, I, so it was I, like people walking through a haunted house. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So they, so they're walking and I'm like, I said, do the whole mummy thing, scare them. And like, and they were like scared. They jumped back. And so I started to feel comfortable. I started to feel kind of confident in myself. Hey, I'm not so bad at this. Right. And, you know, and, and, and meanwhile, I've got on, you know, these bandages. Right. And so I forget kind of what that entails and the fact that I'm only wearing underwear underneath. And so the next group comes by, there's like a few groups go by, everything's going well. I start to get a little more confident. I'm going to put a little more into this. Right. And so I go to jump out at them and I step on a loose bandage. I was on, on my, 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 like kind of loose around my legs. So I step on it. I trip, I fall into the group of people and the bandages are kind of like unraveling. And so I'm, I, I, so I'm panicking because all I've got is my underwear on underneath. I run out of the haunted house. And by the time I get out of the haunted house, I'm like, you can start to see that all I've got on is my underwear. I've never been so embarrassed. That's why I don't even want to live in Linden or near Linden ever again. I now live in Bellingham, which <laughs> is nowhere close to Bellevue, but I, but it's confusing. I know. And the, um, yeah. And so that was basically the end of my mummy story. I'm actually glad you brought it up. It's a great story. So I'm glad that you said mummy. And how did you get hired for this job again? It was basically, I think because in Linden, it's, you know, it's a very like, it's so Linden's like this small little town and they have this, like it's most churches per square capital, at least is what they were saying. So like, you know, it's all about this like down home thing and they want to give kids jobs and stuff. And so like, it was all, they just had this like job posting with, you know, those like little squares that you can like pick the numbers off of. And so it was like, Hey, we need extras for the haunted house. We need characters. And so I was like, you know what? It beats, you know, uh, begging groceries at Safeway. So. so how how did you so how big was this haunted house? Like pretty small? Oh, it's huge. They had this big like building on the Linden Fairgrounds. 
And it's this giant building that they just like fill with, uh, you know, with, with like all the haunted house stuff. And then they just have people, you know, people play the, the, the characters. And then the people like walk through this, like, sort of like, you know, yeah. Thing. Yeah. Like a trail pathway. They change the theme every year or is it the same yes, thing? You change the theme every year. Yeah. So what was the theme the, the year theme that you was the monster mash? <laughs> it was a graveyard smash. <laughs> it was though. It really was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I felt like the detail about like them wrapping you and having to be in your underwear was a yeah. good detail. Mm-hmm. I was like, that's a good detail. Yep. Um I was like, that makes it seem real. The fact that it's called the Linden Haunted House. I don't know, but it's a smaller They're town. Creative. They're not very creative. Yeah. So I'm like, mm, that, that makes me feel like this was maybe not true. Okay. Also, the running outside seems a little dramatic for the tale. <laughs> I'm a dramatic person. <laughs> but also, like, maybe... If you were 16 and, you know, I don't know. You've got me stumped on this one. I feel like normally I'm pretty good at, I kind of know right away what I want to say in the past. Like, I I feel like I've been winning this game. I don't want to try to toot my. Yeah. So that's a lot of pressure to put on you right now. Cause like, yeah, yeah. So I don't think I've ever fooled you. I don't think you have. So I'm like. I usually like no this one you did a really good job it was just like it was like realistic enough but there's also some stuff that's like mm, like the fact that you ran outside I don't know I'm just oh it's like I'm not sure I'm gonna go with this one is true okay even though I think it's probably not true but I'm gonna go with true the true final answer that's my final answer yeah it's completely made up there's nothing uh- Oh no! You stumped <laughs> me for the first time. And I will say that oh, was any of it was... true? You seemed like you just had that story like right, ready to go. The thing you actually got me on was when you asked what the name of the haunted house was because it's actually called the Linden Scream Fair. That, that I, I kind of loosely, which I've never been to, so I have the no Linden idea. Haunted house. That's why I was like, uh. <laughs> I was like the Linden oh, Haunted House. <laughs> the Linden. That part through that part made me think it was not real, and then also where you pulled the piece of paper to get hired, like you're like, yeah, it was just stuck on the side with the little numbers hanging. I was like. Is that really how they do that? I was like, that seems a little unrealistic to me. But then I was like, well, it is a smaller town, right? Yeah, it is very is. So and that's true. I actually did grow up right near Linden. And Linden is an interesting town. Um, and but it is a small town. And yeah, now I live in Bellingham, obviously, which is uh south of Linden. But uh, yeah, no, that part was all true about Linden growing up near Linden. But yeah, no, I, I've never, I don't even know what the, what the whole like haunted, I don't even know if it is called Scream Fair. All I know is that there's like a haunted house they do. And that's all I know. I've and then never- the Monster Mash, I was like, I was like, all right, all right, I'll give that one. <laughs> yeah, the Monster Mash. Oh man, good times though. Hilarious. You did well. That was a good one. That, I, that might be your best yet. Nothing beats. Jacko and and and, and, <laughs> and, and so the fact that it's yeah the fact that that is real 
is ridiculous but it's true that's my life i know but i mean the fact that you kept i mean that goes to show you because you think about the animals you talk about and you're like because you're an animal lover we know that yes i i'm disappointed to hear there's no parrots where you live that's sad there's no parrots that seems that that would have made me think that was not real if that was in and what's interesting is is that while i was talking to don liberati last week he said there's parrots all over their malibu house wow like full-blown parrots they're like these little green parrots. They're I think they're called scarlet or red crown parrots. Like parrotlets. No, these are like I'll send you a picture. Yeah. I, a I I don't know. I'm just I really wish they were around here. I do too. Yeah, because because uh, everybody should be able to go on parrot patrol. That was what I used to do. Yeah. Or not used to do when I was on vacation. Uh, with my brother, my brother and sister in law, they would go into Disneyland, and they would and in the morning, and I don't like to wake up early. And if I don't have to. And so I would say, hey, I'm not going to worry about getting there for rope drop. I'm going to go on parrot patrol before I get there. And then I'd walk around the hotel looking for the parrots. And they'd be like flying over our hotel. And then they'd land on a tree and I'd go to take a picture. And they would kind of move away. And then the crows would come in. I'm like, oh, no, the crows are, yeah, scaring them off again. I'm going to be talking about these parrots for the rest of my life. For the rest of your life. They made an impact. They made a serious impact. <laughs> they They'd make an impact on me, too, if I if they lived by me. Like, if they were here. I mean, I get the squirrels. I have a squirrel friend. Um, two squirrel friends. But no, I don't know parrots. Um, but yeah, I, I would love that. I am an animal lover. That's why I thought maybe you would have known that the 16 years was real. I feel like you underestimated my abilities to keep animals I did. I apologize. Safe. <laughs> I also had a little African dwarf frog, like those ones that you yeah. get got at Target. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, In the little thing. I had one of those live 11 years. Holy crap. That's incredible. And I had, <laughs> mine was like three. I think it was like three years. And did yours ever make noise when you're trying to go to sleep? I don't know if you had it in your room like I did, but yeah, it would like make little noises when I was trying to go. No, like in the water, it was a full water frog. Yeah. Yeah. One of those like African dwarf frogs that go in the fish tank. I don't think mine made noise. Although now I'm like, I wonder why it was quiet. At nighttime always, it was Mm -hmm. would make noise. So I guess like in the daytime they're quiet, but. They were really cute though. I really liked, I really liked those. They were fun. Yeah. um, Yeah. My dad and I performed a surgery on it. I think you did tell us a story once. I think <laughs> your dad doing surgery on the burp. Your dad yeah. is a he's a doctor, right? Yeah, he's a doctor for people. Yeah, for people. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. He's not a frog doctor. No, he's not a frog doctor. In case you were wondering, but, <laughs> but he did grant. He got like the smallest grade medical needle, and we would like flip it over and like put, perform a little surgery on the frog to get the fluid out of its belly. And then, anyway, we don't need to go into that. But I'm just saying that we we were we were pretty on top of it with the aquatic creature. Yeah. yeah. But I like- haven't gotten one since, and I don't think I will because they were both they were a lot of work to keep them alive that long. Yeah. It was like a challenge, you know. Yep. And uh, it was no easy feat. Let me tell you that. And uh, and it yeah. caused a lot of uh, stress and. <laughs> time and my dad was like i will never again get a fish or a frog. <laughs> i'm only operating on humans from now on yeah no fish no frog 
Um, but no, I'm going to next time that my fish has a problem, I'm just going to like call your dad up or call you up and be like, Kara, can you get your dad to fly up here quick? My fish. Yeah, can you have your dad check out this fish? Honestly, I, I could probably diagnose the fish <laughs> than my dad could. Although my dad would probably be better with the, um, surgery the fish may need okay. or, <laughs> or the medication dosages that the fish may need. But, um, but I could come out and look at it and be like, what kind of fish do you have again? Uh, it's a it's a it's a greenish yellow one <laughs> it's Is like it a, a trop it's a freshwater it's one of those ones so i actually saved them from a friend like you know mm -hmm. say they were like they couldn't take care of them anymore so it's it's like they're ones that i don't know if it's like i didn't buy it but one of the ones i don't know if it's like cruel or not but it's like the ones that have like this luminescent color so they like mm -hmm. i think they like make them that way or whatever but like i want to make sure they oh, have they're, they're tiny right yeah I think it's like I a yeah, I know or something. Maybe. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. How old are they? Uh, this one's got to be, gosh, three years, I think. Somewhere. Oh, that's a long time. And do you have it in like a filtered tank? Oh, yeah, yeah. I take care of the take care of the tank. And I have like one of those like vacuums that you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The suction. People listening to the podcast are like, we're getting an education on fish now. Yeah, you guys are getting a great education. <laughs> we're such nerds um but yeah that's that's great that's awesome yeah. well maybe that fish will live 16 years i'm hoping so sometimes i see it and it's swimming weird and then i get as you know as a fellow animal lover i see him swimming weird i'm like no don't let this be your final day buddy like yeah. let's let's keep on going I know. they they fish are really sensitive they yeah. like will act really unwell for like three days and then they seem fine and you're like what is happening like they're really sensitive. And I guess it makes sense because they're basically living in a completely different environment that you have to like control all the variables of in this tiny tank. That's they're basically in a completely different ecosystem. I think yeah. that's why it's so hard to keep fish alive is like they live in a totally different ecosystem. Oh yeah. hundred percent. And, and then, and for me, I get sort of like worked up because he had a few friends when he got here but like you know it was the person who had him before me like i think she like had like down to like half the water when she brought it over and so like you know and and so but she was trying god bless her to you know to to to, to save you know get her fish to a home but i don't think the the other friends liked it as much they didn't last yeah. right so he's the only one but i worry because i'm like if i introduce more fish and i'm worried he's gonna get stressed out they're like oh well they need friends they need a, like a school or whatever but i'm like i don't want him to get stressed out by new I fish feel like if you introduce this is the thing i feel like the new fish would lead to more happiness perhaps but new fish also brings whatever diseases they may be had at the fish store mm, anything like that you know what i mean yeah, it's so hard. It's like, because I, so I care about him. I don't, he doesn't no. have a name, but, you know. but He should he, have a name. He's just fish right now. I, I Since I've had him, I'm worried that if I name him, then it'll, you know. Jinx it. Him. Yeah, he's just fish. So just it's kind of like in, in uh, Breakfast at Tiffany's, right? Didn't she just name the cat cat? Oh, I could, yeah, I guess you're right. She didn't want to, like, commit to a name. So it's just fish. Mm -hmm. um my the one who lived for six years his name was Stu. was Stu. Stu, that's cute yeah because it was named after a soccer player Stu holden yeah mm -hmm. but uh yeah there's oh, maybe we can name <laughs> him after my song <laughs> so his name is vampire, vampire. <laughs> emotional vampire. <laughs> his name is emotional vampire 
<laughs> it's like one of those like AKC dogs that have like that full on like you know yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like the show horses. Yeah, like Tucson Hills, emotional vampire. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Emo vamp for short. <laughs> Emo vamp. <laughs> uh, this is the, the fish segment yeah. of the podcast, everybody. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> brought to you by Tetrafin. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but no, it's, it's been great, obviously, catching up. The stories were wonderful. Your new song, Emotional Vampire, we played it. It's great. It's fantastic. Oh, thank you. Um, everybody should go to the listen to it over and over again. The great part about the new website is we're able to integrate Spotify very easily, so you can go and listen to it, uh, and then make sure that Kara gets clicks and listens. Yeah, I noticed that on the site. It like is really seamless, and it's really cool that you were able to link the song and everything else. I thought that was awesome, so... Thank you for doing that. And I definitely hope that whoever listens, you know, I, I definitely wrote the song um, to encourage fellow people pleasers and empaths out there to prioritize themselves because I know that we often put ourselves last. So I hope that, you know, whoever listens, it, it can uh, encourage you to maybe set some more boundaries and have some uh, you know, have a reflection on the people in your life and, and know that it is okay to say no, especially when somebody is, you know, in need of constant attention and never takes accountability and is always in a crisis and all these things that we know emotional vampires for. I just, you know, I know that oftentimes uh, people pleasers and empaths and, and people of that sort don't like to say no, it can make them really uncomfortable and it, um, they feel guilty and they don't want to disappoint others so I just hope that the song can be you know a reminder to like I said prioritize yourself and 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 your own kind of self-worth and um remember that that's kind of the point of the song it's been really fun to you know put emotional vampires on blast because someone <laughs> has to do it <laughs> and it might as well be me but uh in all in all honesty the, the song is really more for those you know the people on the receiving end that you know, maybe need a little encouragement to start to kind of put themselves first and set set those boundaries. Very well said. Yes, you're 100% right. Uh, it's always good to give yourself, I, I, as somebody who goes to therapy every, uh, usually every week, uh, it's always been about setting boundaries. I tend to be somebody who is bad at that. So <laughs> same. Well. And so, yes, yeah. Not very, my strength, not my wise, strength. Wise words. Um, yeah, it's been great. I want to thank everybody for listening to the podcast. I'm so stoked to be doing this again. Uh, great to have Kara on the show as always. She really is like a family member here at Lemonade Magazine. Oh, so you. is Jack who, and, and Jack, the brownies looked amazing. Um, but yeah, they're thank okay. you for okay. <laughs> <laughs> endorsement from Kara on the brownies. Okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, but thank you so much again. Thank you to everybody for listening. And uh, as you know, we'll be back soon with another episode of the podcast. You can now check out the brand new website. Kara's song is on there. Go listen to it a million times. Don't just give it a one listen. One, it's hard to because it's so good. Give it multiple oh, listens. Yeah, we need, to, we need the emotional vampires to take off. Kara, I'm sure you'll also be back very soon for yeah. the holiday show yeah the holidays are upon us basically crazy insanity wow all right well everybody thank you once again and uh, yeah we'll be back soon thanks everyone